crazy. Hey, but that's how it goes. I need to go to a happier place. I feel romantic. Get hot, Aussie. Just go to bed, darling. <laughs> All right, change the subject. All right, guys. How's everyone doing? Good, good, good. Right on. Good. What did you think about the convention? Hard work. Yeah? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was fun. Show everyone your cup. Yes. Did, wait, who yes. gave you that? Where'd that cup come from? That came from the convention. Oh, someone made One that for you? Daddy's yeah. fans gave him that. So for listeners, uh, we did the famous Monsters uh, horror convention in uh, at the King of Prussia Mall in Philadelphia. It was like a, you know, we did like a signing event. So I finally coerced everyone into it. And, you know, how, you know, how was it? Do we, did we like it? Do you hate me? Oh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it was good for you, Ozzy, because you got to see your fans after so many years. After five years, you actually got to see some fans, mm -hmm. and they were so happy that you came I've out. I've done them in stores. When Dad did his, with the album release. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, you did. You did them on... Um, Comic-Con. Yeah. But it was just, I think, nice for Dad to feel a connection to his fans again, and... I the best part of it for me was meeting everyone and hearing everyone's stories yeah. and having them say such like nice complimentary things that you you don't often believe about yourself mm -hmm. and you don't ever hear like yeah. you don't like you you might get a message on Twitter or you might get something but you don't when you, it's different when you hear someone coming up to you being like hey that really this really obscure thing that you think no one ever saw is like hey I loved that thing you did or when you did this it made me feel really ha like it's just nice. So many people said to me when I was, I, I wish that I would have had this sort of reaction prior because I thought I was literally like just a piece. You know, I didn't like myself at all. I thought I was the most uncool human ever. And to have all these people tell me that when they were younger, they wished they were me if I had a known that I probably wouldn't have been as insecure as I was. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, it, it's so nice to hear. And the thing, the thing that I picked up from it big time was how people miss laughing. Mm. And so many of the fans came to us and say, oh, we love the podcast because we can have a right old giggle. And nobody seems to laugh anymore. No. Everything is so serious that you, you know, you turn on and so much, so much dark stuff going on. That's why the comedy podcasts do so fucking well. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they people want to laugh. And they like, do they want to laugh. They want to turn off the doom and gloom. They want to be silly. They don't necessarily want to be so politically correct. You just want to be silly. Yeah. I always enjoy the kind of the random conversations you'll end up getting into with someone. Yeah. You're just like, you know, you meet some person and, you know, there, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like shaking and nervous. And I'm always just like, I'm, I always feel like, I'm like, why are you fucking nervous to meet me? I'm an idiot. Like... What? And then, you know, then there's the, the folks that you can kind of strike up an interesting conversation with. And yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. I was really touched by the letters I received and the gifts like, Mom, somebody brought me a Givenchy bracelet. I got a very nice bracelet too. I know. From, from the same gentleman. Yes. It was quite beautiful. And the, when he walked in, everyone went, oh, he's here for you. Well, no, because he he done himself up and he looked very Fabulous. very fashionista. Uh, he had this incredible oh, purple yes, coat on. Yes, purple coat guy. <laughs> 
But you know what's crazy? So we had people, uh, so we did the convention the Saturday we did, and then the following weekend, I went and did another one down in uh, Virginia. No, not Virginia, in Kentucky. And a bunch of people that were at the convention we were at came to the one I was at. No. Because they kind of, they're in like the horror convention yeah, circuit. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of people yeah. will jump around, keep going to horror convention after, you know, it's, that's the ones that I'm usually at. And they, they came over and like, had the pictures that they hi how's the fan yeah like, and everyone was just like oh i was lost i was there last week and they had their picture and they had me like sign it oh, they had me sign it and stuff so yeah it was good. uh it, yeah it was i thought it was it was nice it was fun i i like doing them dad you're not talking to us no i'm i'm, I'm just tired today boo I know. Dad woke up so early this morning. It woke me up. So, and did you hear the baby was awake as well? No. At four a.m. this morning. Quit trying to be quiet. No, me and Dad have been up since. 4, oh, 4:30. I never, I never heard you. Last night I went to bed early, and Ozzy kept saying, "Oh, come up, don't worry." And he was doing his artwork. Don't know what time you got in, and then when I woke up, you were gone. He's, you know, burning the midnight oil. What 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 artwork are you working on right now? Anything new? No, just just same old, same old. Just the doodles. Mm. Didn't we? How many? How many does he have? Thousands. Of finished work. Oh, this was last year that we catalogued them, but last year it it's, was two thousand. So it's more than that now. Dad, there are. <laughs> you should see what people buy for artwork, and trust me, your stuff is artwork. There yeah. are people that like smear their ass on a canvas and they're like, it is art. It is or life tape reborn. Or a banana to a wall. Yeah. Did you ever see the fucking banana on the wall? <laughs> Someone... Bana I've heard of a banana on the moon. It's fucking a banana that they duct taped onto a canvas and it came with an instruction manual and it sold for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But that's taking the piss. No, because they said the artwork, it wasn't, it's actually kind of genius. No, I thought it was genius. Because the artwork wasn't the banana to the wall. The artwork was the explanation in the manual. So you're buying the manual to tell you because the banana will go old. Mm -hmm. So the manual explains how to replace the banana regularly. And that's, that's what they're paying for is the instruction manual. Still a wind up. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. What's the weirdest artwork you guys have ever seen? I remember the weirdest one I've seen. The was it at Elton's the um, the dog poo? That's what Elton's got with the, the flies. Is has got a, <clears throat> a tank with just thousands and thousands of dead flies. Is that like a Damien Hirst thing? It, it's got. I don't be... know who's it by. Oh, I think the do. The dog funniest, with funniest the, um, one was Tracy Emin, and Tracy Emin, and she, I can't remember what she wrote around it, but ever, it was just on a plain bit of paper like this, like lined, and she'd cut off some of her pubes and stuck it on a piece of paper and wrote something, but it was no more than like four words, and that's the strangest artwork I've ever seen, framed, of course. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've seen some fucking weird stuff. I've, I'm not into the whole like painting with period blood and puking up the colors. That way. see that I I like her. She's a friend of mine. But you like her for because you know her. Who? I would never. Would you buy one of her pieces? 
I don't know, know if I friend. could. Who? There's that artist that drinks. Millie Brown. Who drinks the coloured. Um, Millie Bobby Brown and. Wait, Millie Bobby Brown. They, no, Millie Brown is her name, and they're yeah. both named Millie yeah. Brown, and they're both English, but. One pukes and one's, one's an actress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she pukes up. She drinks li like colored All liquid, different things, and then yeah. pukes it up. It's color, and yeah. that's her. That's her paint. So she just pukes on canvases or like tops. It's, it's like performance art, really. Yeah, I don't like that. I think it's cool. No, I'm not into that at all. It's going to do terrible stuff to her inside. She'd be like. Yeah, Flag. I don't know. There's not much longevity in that. No, in that. there isn't. But what if she tried? It would she... stink. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be. Oh, Full God. of acid from the yeah. tummy. It's, no. You know, it's one way to like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird, weird one. I did see something online yesterday, and it was some art show in New York where um, a guy, it was like a performance art thing, and a guy was naked on his back with his legs up, knees up by his shoulder, so his ass was in the air, and he had mm -hmm. a candle stuck in his ass, and he was holding onto these poles. And As a candlestick. Yeah, and people were just dragging him around this, this, and everyone's just sat there going, oh yes, this is very, this is some fantastic What is it really art. saying? What is yeah, the what message? Is this? <laughs> we're but all, that's, that's, that's taking it to a ridiculous level. We're know? all flaming assholes. <laughs> you know, that, that's not art. It's something. But I guess that's the whole thing. It's like art is, if you say it's art, it's art. Yeah. It took about five seconds to do that. <laughs> I guess it just depends on how loose his ass was. <laughs> if you're buying something like that, it's a sign that you've got too much money. Yeah. yeah. And like they had, I can't remember the artist that did it where they cut the cow in half. Yeah. And they... Taxidermy. You know, oh, whatever. German yeah. guy, German mm. guy. They did it with a shark too. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's got a gallery somewhere in Nuremberg. Yeah, didn't like that either. I went to see the bodies in uh, in Vegas, the bodies exhibition. How they have the everything from the human body like mm -hmm. preserved, and it was an artist that mm -hmm. did it. Yeah, and it's really, it's really weird. When you see the muscle, yeah. what's the, the most interesting part of the body? I think what I found most amazing is that they had an entire human nervous system. Removed from the body, so they had all the nerves. How, how can they that. do that? They inject some kind of like, uh, like liquid dye. plastic, or it's like a dye, and then they, it's like a the plastic kind of preserves it. Hey everyone, it's Jack Osborne. Our sponsor is Fume. Now, I like Fume. Let's talk about it a little bit. Bad habits suck the big one. We all have them, and maybe you've tried to break them but breaking bad habits can be made really difficult. And that's where Fume comes in. See this thing right here? There's a better and faster and easier way to do it. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic change, why not just change the bad in the bad habit? Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that is just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume just uses delicious flavored air. I sit at my desk at work. Sometimes I get a little anxious. Sometimes I get a little fidgety. Fume fills all those voids in me. You know what I'm saying? I can sit there and go a little fidget spinny. I can taste the goodness and uh, it 
kind of has been helping with those bad habits. I've been super stressed out. I've had a lot of stuff going on between work, home, kids, holidays, you name it. When I get stressed, I start jonesing for dirty habits and fume has definitely been helping. Stopping is something we put off because it is hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, fun, and tasty. Fume has served over 150,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. I'm one of them. And there's no reason you can't be one. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use the code Osborns to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use the promo code Osborns to save an additional 10% off your order. Get Fumey. All right, so we wanted to kind of, we've been getting a lot of questions coming in mm-hmm. from the podcast. You know, we're in, as the weeks are rolling on, a lot of comments, things like that. Um, people had a lot of questions about like celebrity stuff. Yeah. Like what is your like celebrity, like your lifestyle? Like, oh, I, I have to have, you know, I have to have this water when I work or I have to travel like this. Or like, what is your like ritzy celebrity thing? Well, your dad is always so basic. I remember, you remember like the stuff you used to have on your rider in your dressing room was so minimalistic, so minimalistic. It was, you know, mm. just a fruit bowl, the fruit bowl, meat, cottage cheeses, water, uh, I mean, In the Sabbath days, we, 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 we never realized, well, I never realized that we were paying for it. Yeah. So we'd have like banquets back then. We always ended up having a food fight most of Yeah, it's just, you know, what, what do we ever have? Cheese plate, fruit, fruit plate, some tea, yeah. lemons, water, nothing. And a baked potato after the show. Yeah. I mean, we're just so basic. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It depends what country I'm in. But I think my most extravagant request is always the cookies. The cookies, as we as we see right here. We can't. But am I allowed to say what brand? Yeah. Okay, so if it's in England, it has to be a Jammy Dodger. Has to be. Yeah. If we're in America, it has to be a Pepperidge Farm Mint Milano. And people know that that's the way to my heart, and it's going to be my birthday. So that is my birthday present, which I'm very happy about. And Kelly is not the cookie monster. She's the cookie queen. Yep. I'm only the cookie monster when I wake up in the morning and one of them is, like, stuck to my face. <laughs> God, can you imagine if you've got it caught and you've creases in your neck? Oh, Mom, wait, Mom I've done that. Do you remember Do you remember when you used to smoke rolly cigarettes in bed? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when the bag <laughs> fell open in bed of rolling tobacco and the whole clump oh. of it was stuck to Mom's ass? Oh, yeah. God, Jack. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> you had a whole, like... So t- my ass smelled like put old it back in the bag. <laughs> Roll the Nothing like some Virginia gold. Oh, God. Do you remember just how much Dad used to smoke? Yeah. Do you ever think about that, how much he used to smoke? Sometimes I miss it. Yeah. It's the the habitual side of it, I yeah. can imagine. It, it, there, is, there is like a stress-relieving component to smoking where you're just like, oh, like it can kind of just turn things down a little bit. Because it makes you breathe deeper yeah yeah well, it slows your breathing down yeah that's exactly it you kind of take a breath with it but what are your so your must-haves are cookies what are your must-haves when you go do like when you when you were doing your show what was like your everyday like okay i must have this on set 
Absolutely nothing. Some no. days you'd have porridge. Oatmeal. Or a bit of oatmeal, water, or a cup of tea. Mm. That would be it. And nothing. And oh, and, and your copy of Mein Kampf because you're such a racist. <laughs> oh my god, Jack. <laughs> God. Can't forget that, you know, you just <laughs> as oh you get hair and makeup on just flipping through. Yeah, yeah. Easy reading. Um <laughs> No. I've never been one of those people, you know, that's or even even when I go to a hotel, I don't send yeah. a, you know, a rider beforehand that I want this type of pillow and this type of well, towel and I mean now that I have a baby I have a different rider. Yeah. Because it's just stuff for him. I'm trying to think. I think I think the most extravagant thing I ever did was when I was getting really fucked up. I was asked to like host a party, and they were like, "Oh, we want you to like." It was it was for Sims. Remember the video game Sims? Mm -hmm. It was like Sims Two or something. It was coming out, and they asked me to like be the host of this party. And it was like they rented this like crazy big house in the hills, and I think I requested just huge amounts of drugs. Oh my god. And Jack. and like I was like I want a I want to I want a room that's just full of like pills and weed and like hookah pipes. And they did it. Shut up. <laughs> I swear to god. And Where did they get the pills from? I don't know. It sounds like um Wayne's World. It was. It was literally Wayne's I was like World. I just was like that was a good party. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. fucking great. And I just remember, like, I, I, I was. I was always scared to push it. I'd never ask for something like that. Just I just didn't. I just didn't give a shit at that point. <laughs> I'm 17 years old. And yeah. Fucking, <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking nuts. What? Who would do that for a seven? If a 17 year old kid came up to me and was like, I would like this drug and that drug, I'd be like, get fucked. Where are your parents taking you home? <laughs> it was a different time, Jack. It totally was. I mean, the shit. That like you know you see there's like TikTokers and YouTubers who are like massively famous and they're young, mm -hmm. whatever. I'm like wow, like it's a totally it's so different, so different. What is your favorite thing or has been your favorite thing about being famous? Well, you, you, I can buy a, a, a thing. I can buy things. Whereas before it was a bit of a stripe. Mm. I think it's the experiences. And you you see more people, interesting people. Mm. What's been like your one favorite? Like, what, what about you? What's your what's your favorite thing about being famous? Um, generally, how nice people are when they come up to you. I mean, I don't think I've ever had anyone come up to me, other than people I people I work with, and go. Um, you know, they go up, how's the family, how are the kids doing an Aussie and things like that. And it's just really nice. And even the paps don't bother me because the paps are something that so many celebrities want and celebrities end up controlling the paps because they'll tell them where they are. They want their pictures taken. They strut out to get their pictures taken and then, of course, they roll their eyes. Oh, you know, the paps or they'll give them the finger and, you know, but they're basically controlling them. Yeah. A lot. Of, not everyone, but there are a lot. And I have always said this. If you want a private life from the paps, you can, it, you can yeah. have it. I know you where to go and can. where not to go if you 
don't want to be... And unless, listen, there are times like, you know, there's paps parked outside of our house and the only place your dad ever goes to is the doctor and they always get him going in and out of the doctors and then you go, you're taking it too far. Now it's too far. Yeah. Well, because they... But don't you find that, and I, I found this, that since Instagram, it's it's kind of killed the paparazzi game. Yeah. Because I remember, like, what, 2000, like, when I when I got, when I had Pearl and I got diagnosed with MS all within that window, and then... <laughs> and your, uh, what did you have? Oh, the appendix. Appendix, yeah. oh, tic-tac-toe, yeah. yeah. I was just getting followed, and there'd be, like, four or five cars following me everywhere, like, trying to get pictures of Pearl. Like, it was always, it was nuts. And then... Instagram came around and I could post a picture of me with Pearl better than any photo a pap could ever take of us. Yeah. And it just kind of like, it was like water to a flame. It just killed it. I don't like being followed when I'm in my car, especially being a woman on my own with my baby. Do you remember the first time you got followed by paps? I do remember the first time I got followed by paps. I had no idea what was happening and I just thought some man was following me and it because I couldn't see his camera. I had no idea what he was doing and I was at Amoeba Music and I called Big Dave yeah. to come and help me because I didn't understand what was going on. In your PT Cruiser. Yeah. My black PT Cruiser. With the flames. My pink flames because I thought I was so cool. Yeah. That was, yeah, I remember that. It was before, that was even before. What happened to the car? Mum made me get rid of it because there was an article that came out that said that when those cars crashed, the fuel injectors exploded. So um, it was replaced. They're like collectibles now. Are they? Yeah, yeah. What, you don't, what happened to that one? Remember you had a 190 in Mercedes? Great car. Mercedes 190. Oh, it was the... Um, Cosworth. Cosworth, yeah. Brilliant car. Should never have got rid of it. Yeah. Told, I told you. Did I, you see how much you don't see them the Bronco about anyway. I was looking at is actually going for? Uh, like guess, 100, guess. 160. Okay, you guess. Two. What? For uh, a 1960s Bronco. So it's been completely redone. All right, if it's completely redone, in the threes. Okay. What? It's over two hundred and seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. I couldn't believe Ding. it. My my FJ, you know my uh, my old Toyota uh, truck that I have. Uh -huh. There's a company uh, near my place that will redo it, and they did one, and they sold it for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't your friend redo Broncos though? My yeah, my very good friend redoes. So if you do want one, Kelly, buy it. He'll do all. I the just work have to find you. the shape I want. Yeah, yeah the frame, and you, then. But even if you want to find an old one, you say, "Hey, go find me this," and he'll do everything, and he'll just do it. You know, he won't. He's not going to up. He'll just do it for the. Yeah. You know, time and his costs. But they're just like this. This uh, Bronco dealership that's out of it. Oddly enough, out of Atlanta. There's a, so many classic like car and, collectors out of there. And it. Like it's it's lavender and it's so beautiful and it's so perfect and I was like let's see how much it is. Oh, yeah. and Maybe us. Yeah, well, I was trying to make the one. Oh, Daddy said to yeah. buy it for me. No, what were you saying? Really loved so me. You don't see them one ninety. <laughs> I never see a one ninety anymore. Anywhere ever. I could get you one. I could find you one. On a, is this a dirty no, joke? No, 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 no. Oh. Look, if you really wanted a one ninety, you could. They they come up on auction every now and then. Because yours was a yours was a Cosworth two door. Cosworth one ninety, huh? 
190 Cosworth. Yeah. Cosworth engine. Yeah. I don't actually, I don't know if you could get the Cosworth over here. Yeah. I think it might have just been a European thing, but you could get them imported. If you really wanted one, you can find them. There's a, you know, all these auction sites and stuff where collectible cars go up mm. and, yeah. Hey everyone, it's Jack Osborne. And Kelly Osborne. And the Osborne's podcast is sponsored by Cozy Earth. I'm so excited just to say that they are sponsoring our podcast. I have been wanting this day to happen since the moment we brought the podcast back. All right, let's get down to business. The holidays are right around the corner. And one of the most stressful things is finding the perfect gift for your loved ones. But look no further because we have the answer. Mm -hmm. Let's talk Cozy Earth. Now, Cozy Earth is life-changing luxury bedding, and I'm not just making that up. These sheets are the best. My entire house is Cozy Earth. My girls have Cozy Earth sheets. My wife and I have Cozy Earth sheets. I've been actually using this brand for six years now. And I, what I love the most about them is that they are temperature controlled. You can temperature regulate. You don't get sweaty. And my entire house has also been Cozy Earth for probably two years now. Yeah, I got the family onto it. Yeah, it's the it's the only bedding that I will use, and it's my favorite. It like my absolute favorite one is their best selling bamboo sheets. They're made with viscose that just gets softer and softer every time that you wash them. And I just whenever I get in my bed, I'm just like making angels and. Oh, it's so comfortable. I love them so much. Cozy Earth prides themselves on ethical production of all their products. I really cannot say enough good things about them. You know what we call them at home? What? We call them the mashed potato sheets because you feel like you're sleeping in like soft mashed potatoes. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> the best part, Cozy Earth sheets can be returned or exchanged within 100 days and includes an additional 10-year warranty, but you won't be returning them. So who's getting a gift of Cozy Earth from the Osbournes this holiday season? I'm, I'm going to get some, some for my in-laws. Oh, my God, without question. We said that we were going to get, Sid and I said we were going to get Teresa all new sheets for her new house. Yeah. So we'll be getting Cozy Earth for yeah. sure. I can think of a, a, it. gifting someone sheets sometimes feels like a weird thing. Oh my God, it's the best gift ever. But when ever. I, whenever I get them, I'm like, oh my God. Because you never buy them for yourself. They get old and gross and have holes in them. And All right, Osborne's listeners, here's our gift to you this holiday season. Go to CozyEarth.com forward slash Osborne's and enter code Osborne's at checkout and save 40% on bedding. That's CozyEarth.com slash Osborne's. 40% is a big deal. It's, yeah, it's like a... I'm actually going to go use that yeah, code I myself. Know. <laughs> what has been your worst paparazzi experience? Um, we didn't say worst. I got a fucking list of that. I just don't. Do you know what? I remember, they I don't remember bother when we went, me. Remember when we went down to Malibu that time? And we went into that shop. And we came out and there was about 50 of them outside. Yeah. But they don't honestly... Honestly, really, I don't get offended by it. I don't anything. It just doesn't bother me. Just don't follow me in a well, car. It, yeah. It's a bit of a nudge when you're trying to do some shopping. I just think it's dangerous to other people yeah. and the way that they drive so I crazy. Mean, they, they can't come in the shop, but you, you go out and it's like, what? Um, the worst is when I, I've had people I've had people follow me into shops when they had like the old school video cameras, yeah, like the DV cameras, and they would like try and sneakily film you in a shop we with were, like an we old were video. In a, we were in a uh, supermarket one day, and the, the, the guy couldn't come in, so he sent his little eleven-year-old daughter in, following us around with a camera. Mm. <laughs> it's a bit and shit. That, 
Yeah, I remember uh, last Christmas, the paps followed you to school and we were all there with the babies. Oh, yeah, and you, and I, you and lost I, it. I fucking lost it. Yeah. It was, they shouldn't follow you to where your children no. go to school. It's... I mean, there comes a point where you gotta, uh, gotta say, this is not cool. I, again, I bring it up. Paparazzis need to be licensed. Yeah. And they have to follow guidelines. They need to have a number on. So if they step out of line, you can take a picture. You yeah. know who it is. There are guidelines. And two, do you know who, what needs to be, um, Regulated? Licensed? Yeah. What? Drones. Drones. Well, drones are regulated now. Yeah, massively. There's massive, like, you have to go to an FAA school. If you're, if you are using a drone, even just as like a, if I buy one, mm -hmm. you have to apply for a license online. If you're using a so drone. you do have to have one Yes, now. you do. Okay, and you have to good. register the drone with the FAA. So they all have serial numbers right. now. And it's just like an online thing yeah. you can do. If but you're using it. How can it, I register a serial number when it's something in the air? Well, you, you take, well, it's if it crashes, if it's involved in an accident, something I like mean, that. They were flying them next to airplanes. Yeah, and that's why it happened because there's yeah, some nearly the airport. hit. Airports. Um, the the slippery slope though is with if you if you say to paparazzi because they you know they fall under being news mm -hmm. you know so it's protected by the first amendment and so this slippery slope is that if you go oh they has to be regulated they have to be licensed you then that then applies to the news and so now the government can be like oh we're not going to give this news person a license because we don't like what they say and yeah, that's when it gets but the thing is yeah. they should be licensed so that they can only tell the truth not their version because depending on what news you're watching they give their own version never the straight facts no What's the, uh, and you know what I find it always interesting about anything, anything I see in the news, and I always have to put, I always have to observe it through my own lens of, think about when you read something written about us or an interview that we've done and how it's always a little off. Yeah. It's never, it's never, even when you've sat with a journalist and done, you know, a, an actual sit down interview, it's always like, at best, it'll be 10 to 15% off. And so yeah. I always what think about... What do you about, mean when you say... Oh, like, because like, it's through their eyes. It's not through yours. In their interpretation. And in their interpretation... If you, if you get an interview. Yeah. Yes. Just anything that you read about yourself, it's always a little oh, bit... Oh, I supposed to go and I ask you, what, what did you feel what, when you, you go, you answer the question? They don't alter the answers, surely. And then some of them don't the, answer the question, but then they will turn around and add something like, um, he he looked very nervous as he was giving his answer. Yeah. Or, you oh, know, I've my, never experienced that. Well, I mean, just think about right now. I know it's a shit tabloid rag, but what you just read about yourself in whatever news, what magazine you were just reading upstairs, and it was a picture of you and mum. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it was... That wasn't interesting. They got that information off the off this. Off the pod, they'd taken quotes from the podcast and then created this That's entire interview. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I was using the example of the media interview or not. It's always a little off whatever they write about us. So, and I, I always have to apply that lens to any news story I ever read. But, but they can't. They can't. They can't. But blatant lies. They, they in do. America, they can. They can, Dad. They can literally in the, the there's complete freedom of the press so, here. So if you you get an interview and they say, did you say such, such about something? They they can't 
misquote you, but they can lie based on their own perspective. So they can go, you know, Ozzy Osbourne seemed like a homicidal maniac to me, and I feared for my life. So the journalist can write that because that's his perspective. It doesn't. But I mean was surprised when I met him. Yeah, and it. But so it. It. They can. He was. <laughs> so it is, you know, the, it's a slippery slope. England's different because there is a, it's a lot, the media is sure all... It's just not a thing about kids. You can't, you, you can't, they, you can't. If there hasn't choose. been pictures of, of that child printed, you can't be the first. The press can't be the first to print a picture of, the, of a child. If they're private, in England there's private citizen laws, America doesn't apply. So you can post a picture of a celebrity's child on an American newspaper, but in a British newspaper, you can't. But in the British newspaper, they're supposed to be a bit more, the standards are supposed to be a bit more regulated because there isn't complete freedom of the press like there is in the America. The headline is just like, dun, dun, dun. You read the article and you go, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And because they know people are only ever going to read the headlines. Like, um... Here, it always amazes me still when they write a story and it can be nothing. Somebody's out shopping at bloody whatever supermarket and and so-and-so wore no bra as she was out shopping. It's like, why do you always have to talk about the way somebody's body is? Mm. Or see-through, you know, see-through shorts. But it's always that way. But they never say it about men. His muscles were bulging as he held his basket. And his he, testicles were angry. Right? His <laughs> testicles were leaning on the handle. He clearly wears tight briefs. Yes. Is that his, a song I see? <laughs> have you ever have you ever done a rock star move and try to punch a paparazzi? No. No? That's not violent like that. That's not where Yeah. You, you, the thing is if you if you what was that guy in England? Jaquari Mari. Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Wait, what did you call him? Jamari Quarry. Jamari Quarry. I can't remember. He pulls up in a, in a Rolls Royce and he, he's in some premiere in London. And somebody bump, bumped the side of his Rolls. He gets out of his Rolls and the guy goes, all right, what are you fucking doing? And he walks forward, gets him by the collar, headbutts him in his face. I mean, smacks his head in his face. And he, and he gets back in his collar and I'm like... Yeah. I I had a couple times paparazzis try to instigate me to fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. I've had that. I remember you and you were going around Farmer's Market one day. Yeah. And they were trying to taunt you. Yeah. Oh, you think you're tough? You want to fight us? You want to fight us? Because they were like crowding around me... And Pearl, I'd Pearl, you know, she was little at the time and they were really being kind of not cool. Yeah. And I was like, guys, come on, like, just fuck off. Like, why are you, like, you don't need to be this close. Go stand over there. And yeah, they would just, and, and a lot of them, what they'll do is, what I found was that back then, a lot of guys would come into town. So they would be from either Europe or South America and they would come in for a few months cause all sorts of problems, get reactions, and then they would fuck off and you'd never know who these people were. So, and I actually oh, have, no, no. I have him, I have a video of this guy being like, oh, you think you're a tough guy? You want to fight me? Let's go, let's go. I'll fight you right now, you, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's somebody else. I go and say to a kid, 
Go and ask this question. Yeah. I think the worst is when th there used to be this trend in London where they would have two guys and one guy would stop you so they could get a picture up your skirt. Yeah, the old upskirt. And then, or it would be that they'd physically trip you so you fell. Yeah. And, but I also never did myself any favors because I was always fucking shit faced around them. Yeah. And there's like awful pictures of me like leaning up against the brick wall. I saw a picture of you from fucking, what's the name? Kate. I think it was from the NME Awards. And you were holding onto her back and she was <laughs> falling. You weren't going to the car, you were falling into the car. Oh, Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> Literally, like. Two fucking pirates. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when that fucking shitty British TV host came and threw water on you? Yeah, it was Channel 4. And do you know who they did it to? Me and Tom Cruise. Yeah. And um, they were trying to shock people. Yeah, it was this, uh, it was, it was a, yeah, they were like a... So they threw water on Mark? It was a shock. Oh God, no, but let me, let me explain to you. There was, um, they would go to openings mm -hmm. or, you know, opening of a, of a movie, red carpet event. And I was seeing somebody for a meeting and it was above this cinema in Portobello where they were having a red carpet event. Mm -hmm. But I was just going in there for a meeting. So I crossed the red carpet and this woman said to me, what do you think about the film you're going to see? And I went, no, I'm not. I'm trying to get in there. She goes, oh, really? Whoosh. I would have gone. I remember that Hold on. I had a light pink leather jacket that <gasps> had cost me like, and I thought I was the bee's knees wearing this. It was summer. It was, be I mean, the most beautiful jacket. And it was very, very thin leather. And it had watermarks all over it. So I called up Channel 4, spoke to the guy that ran Channel 4 at the time. And he said, so you didn't think it was funny? I said, no, I was on my way to a business meeting, actually. I wasn't even there to watch the movie. And he was laughing. And I said, um, when are you going round to your mum's again? And he goes, Sunday? Why? I said, can I come in and throw a glass of water at her? Would you laugh then? And what did oh, he say? I did, I did a red carpet <laughs> and this, this chick comes to me. And she's got a, a, a dildo. That was the same woman that threw. That was the same woman yeah. that threw water on mum. And I know her. I knew. I knew her. You know, I chased her in the street. Yeah, you threw a bucket I, of water. At her. I I went for her after it happened. I thought you're not going to get away with it. I was legging it through Pimlico, and then you know where all the yeah, all yeah, the yeah. stands are in the street. They sell fruit and flowers yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of this. And I legged it and there was a guy selling flowers. I said, I'll be back. I took his bucket with flowers in, threw the flowers out and whoosh, I got her. Yeah. Good. She was a, she was a fucking, one of these like two bit like hustler trying to make her fucking name. name. Well, she did it the Brave, next day. The next day she yeah, did sorry. it to Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise grabbed hold of her hand like this. And he just said, could you explain to me, why did you just do that to me? And she was trying to get away from him. And he said, no, tell me, why did you just do that to me? What, what is the point of it? Yeah. It, you know, and he, she said, nothing. Yeah. 
so what was it? The, that journalist, you were on a red carpet and she had a dildo. She had a microphone inside well, of a dildo. You come down and, and all the press were on her. She was amongst all the, all the press. She had a dildo. And she was like, <laughs> I don't know, I know, I know. I, I just didn't. Didn't pay her any attention. Because she, she, what, she was still, holding it up to your mouth? No, they all had mics and she was, uh, and she, she, she was, I was always moving along. She moved along. Yeah. And at the end of it, when I'm turning around the corner, and she goes, I said, I said, just follow on, on, on. I remember this. It was at the GQ, it was like a GQ award thing. So, and she, and she goes, do you see what I'm holding in my hand? Yeah. What do you think? Nothing. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> Just completely let down like, by it. Fuck it. If I don't get that fucking thing away from I just. Yeah, you didn't give her what she wanted. Yeah. If you don't react, the fucking joke's on her. Yeah. I just think it's it's so distasteful. I mean, when you react to something. Woman to woman. They want to wind you up about it. You're, you're the weak one because you let it get to you. How do you know that I chased her with because the Because I remember seeing pic there was pat pictures of you throwing water at her. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so layered. Um, did they ever end up using the clip on that show? Because I know you tried to get them to not use it. They didn't use it, and they sent me a check around the next day to replace my jacket. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how much good. was that? Six grand. Fuck you, know. That was six grand, what, 2005? Oh, so, yeah, I've got, that was I've got a lot of money back then. Jacket, so what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I spilled a drink on my coat. Yeah, he did. And but he didn't. He, I think, because of the way I put it, I said, "Can I come and throw it on your mother and see if you laugh?" Yeah. And I think that's what did it. He penny finally. But it's a bit of a cheap shot when when somebody wants to see your reaction. Because that's all they're doing mm -hmm. for. Yeah. To see. Oh, I I remember this. Ryan Seacrest was at an Oscar event. He was doing the red carpet, doing interviews for the Oscars, and some actor, I can't even remember who it was, came with flour. And threw it at him. Yeah. It was Sasha Baron Cohen dressed as the dictator oh. that threw the ashes oh. on Ryan Seacrest. Oh. It was supposed to be ashes. But it was flour. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Ryan was like, what the fuck? I know, but it is Sasha Baron Cohen, so you're probably like, all right, I'll just he go with it. He is funny. He's fucking hilarious. He was a, he was a really nice guy when I met him. Whatever happened yeah. to that, that, that guy, a million, you look like, hey, hey, Joe, and you look like a million lira. Oh, I don't know what happened he to him. He was fucking great. Yeah. He was. <laughs> John, John Collins. He got... had the big phone and he would sit. Uh, Timmy Mallet. No, no. Timmy Mallet. Oh, was, um, um, Don Jolly. Dom Jolly. No, he it was wasn't funny. Dom Jolly. It was, it was. It was not Dom Jolly. It was. Uh, I think it was old. It was like it was. It was before Dom Jolly. It was right? before Dom Jolly. Yeah. Dom Dom Jolly did picked up where he left. I thought Dom Jolly was so funny. Me too. When he would have people, people would walk down like an empty street and then all of a sudden like a thousand people would come out of alleyways like dressed oh, as characters oh, chasing him. He'd get one of them silly little devil outfit with a plastic sweep on <laughs> and he rings the doorbell and he goes, I've got an invite to a black mask. The guy goes, what? Uh, uh, Dom Jolly's a British comedian who had like a like a prank show in England for a time. He was very funny, but he was like good family humor. It wasn't nasty. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It nasty. was like it was like a show you could watch with your kids, and it was. But it was funny for everyone. Yeah. 
Do you remember the size cell phone he had? Yeah. <laughs> she would have a, no! <laughs> shit. And then when he'd be in a movie and he'd like pick it up, he'd be like, no, I'm in a movie. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> the phone was like the size of a, this desk. It's funny. I'm trying to think of that guy's name. Oh, the one that used to talk about the old, he said to Bill Wyman's wife, what's it like being no, married it? to an old rocker? No. <laughs> so, 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 you, so you're into uh, antiques. That's right. She goes, what do you mean? Well, you married an old rocker. Just <laughs> <laughs> <is> mean. <laughs> it is. What has been, okay, but to that, what has been the meanest thing anyone has ever said to you, like fan or paparazzi or anything like that? I mean, I've been called everything. Uh, but I think probably. What's stuck with you? What's been the thing that just. Lingers? There's this one time that it stuck with me because this guy thought he was complimenting me and he was a pap and I was outside of 14 karat gold. And he he goes, I just want you to know that like everyone thinks I'm crazy. And I was like, why? And he said, well, because I think you're hot. And I was like, that's not a fucking compliment. <laughs> Like, that is not a compliment at all. What, your heart? That, that people think he's crazy because he finds me attractive. I'm like, that's, that's a backhanded compliment. And yeah. I was really confused as to why this man came up and told me this. <laughs> Mind fuck. And yeah, I like, just was like, wait, thank what? Thank you? <laughs> like, thank you, I guess. Yeah. But don't, but don't you think, I have this thing of when people say things about you, you think, well... Does that have any truth to it? Do I? Am I? Sometimes you some, think, well, some, I am a bit, yeah. That's but okay. sometimes people just want to be mean. Well, yeah, but the thing is, if you don't respect that person, but the, but the thing it doesn't is, mean anything. It's when you react. If you if, if it doesn't mean anything, if you react, that one. Mm. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is if somebody who you really respected in the industry wrote something about you, it would hurt you. Oh, you, you, you right? Yeah. Oh, look at, look at Tony. I remember that time when that guy well, when I went to Leicester to in, 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 interview him and he said something to him. Tony never forgot that. And three years later, he had that Yeah, he was doing an interview with this guy. I think it was NME. And the guy wrote something very, very like cheeky about him. Not no. cheeky, funny. No, it was no, really taking the piss. And really Tony, Tony saw him at a gig. And no, just... in Glasgow, he came up three years later. He fucking beat the shit out of him. Tony. He did. He did. Was this like back in the seventies? Yeah. He beat the fucking crap out of him. Oh. He said, what are you? What are you doing? He said, Tony Walker. You all right, man? Yeah, he said, you won't be in about fucking three minutes. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Yeah. But, like, here's the thing. I, I do find that kind of interesting how it, that people that write stuff, either comments online or journalists that write things. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Do you remember on, in the Japanese tour when Jakey Lee was on with it and the guy who flew out from... England to do a piece mm -hmm. on Jake Lee. And because it's, it was my band, I was, I was trying to be, you know, do you on a drink? Yeah. If you need anything, just let me know. Whatever. 
So the fucking article I said, I went to do an interview, jokingly, and then the big shot came up to me. I said, I, was, I said, what the fuck? Mm. He said, I was, he said to me, what did I do to fucking deserve that? Yeah. And he goes, well, I was trying to make a name for myself. Yeah. But, but like, I find it like that people think that they shouldn't be held accountable for the words that they write. You know, so it's like, oh, I can write whatever I want, say whatever yeah, I want. In my game, for when they say something bad about you, about a thousand fans will write back. Yeah. Yeah, but too, the thing is, it's it's down to the um, how many times have you met somebody that you don't like, and you can Daily. turn around and they many times a journalist won't like you, and they'll basically say it in words. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. But that comes with everything that you do when you're an artist. Well, 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 why did I put someone? I mean, that's wrong because a journalist should be in the middle. In, in the middle. If you don't like yourself. So they're still go. human beings, yeah. Ozzy. Yeah, they're, they're human, still human beings. And but, you know, so you're not for go. everyone. I'm not for everyone. It, it must be... A pain in the ass when your boss comes to you and is like, "You have to write an article about so and so," and you yeah, but don't. I'm not saying you, you, go, you got to get someone who likes you, but you have to have someone who's unbiased. Yeah, Didn't... but you should by rights. Yeah, but it doesn't work well, that I mean, way. You know, it's not my cup of tea, but you know, here we go. Didn't Rolling Stone back in the day? Didn't they like always write shit about Sabbath? And nobody then... ever wrote. We never got. Could be good reviews on her album. Sabbath's first review was about six or eight lines, and it just said how terrible this album is. But then they didn't. And they it write... will never write. They should. They'll never write another album. But then, didn't years later, Rolling Stone issued an apology for yeah, the first did. review of the Sabbath yeah. album? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of. At least they owned it. You know, like yeah. hey, yeah, we but, fucked but, up. But, but, but they, 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 uh, there's something you'd read the reviews and you'd think, uh, I'd go, it didn't sound like I reviewed our album. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's track three, you know, track by track, you know, nothing like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, how many times have you guys met people that you think, oh, I'm going to really dislike this person? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wow. They're actually really cool. Yeah. I've, I've, I've often had the opposite to where I'm excited to meet someone and I got disappointed. Yeah. Anyone that I'm a fan of, I don't, I, I don't, I won't meet anymore. Like, you know, the thing is, in my experience, I build up in my my imagination what I think they're like, and it's and it's sad because I'm somewhat disappointed when I meet them. I go, oh fuck. Yeah, like I don't, you know, like I I I've said this, like I'm a, you know, I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. Like I listen to it every time he's got an episode out. I don't think I would, like, not that he probably would ever have me on, but, like, I don't think I would ever go on the podcast because I don't want to ruin that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I get I get so much joy out of that. He seems a pretty fair guy, though. Yeah. He seems a pretty... Oh, yeah, like, I would, I would, but I just, I don't know. I just, I'm like, eh, don't, don't meet but the people you, you like. It's always a disappointment. Who's been the, who's been, like, the celebrity disappointment? Disappointment. I was just thinking about the people that I've met that I was like, you're everything oh, and more no. that I wanted you to be. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've been, see, I've never really had See, Madonna that. was that for me. Really? Yeah. Oh. Disappointed. No. Opposite. She was like everything and more that I was like, it's Madonna. 
Like it, you know, because I worked for her for a few years yeah. for Material Girl. Yeah. And I had quite a lot of interaction with her and her daughter Lola, who is just, I think she's, I think she's incredible. How many incredible. kids has she got now? Ooh, a lot. Two? I think it's like five. No, no. She adopted three. Three and she and has two, two of her So own. I think it's five, yeah. 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 Mm. And, but yeah, she was everything and more. Like I got to see the bitchy side, the mothering side, the all of it. It was, it was amazing and I was taken aback by it. Mm. Um, it's For me, sometimes it's the people that you think are going to be really funny and like have a great sense of humor and then you meet them and you're like, Oh yeah. my god, there are zero giggles in you. You you hung out with Chappelle a few times. Uh, he was everything and more. I've everything always wanted more. to meet Dave Chappelle and I know I you met him. Yeah. He's, I had dinner with him. Um oh, I've never met Dave. Every him. time I'm anywhere where he is, he always sends over like a glass of champagne or like yeah. when I drank or something. Like he is the nicest, coolest guy ever. I think he's the best comedian out there. Yeah. I think Agreed. he kind of, he like transcends comedian. He's like a, you know, like back in the day, there would be like these great thinkers that would just share their thoughts with people. Like he's up there with like a, a he's more of like a philosopher. He's, he's, he's not, the, he's, in my book, he's where, uh, what's his name? Richard Pryor. Richard, he's like better than Richard Pryor. I thought in his day, mm. Richard Pryor was great. But Dave Chappelle is just what he's not better. Yeah. About you, what's been your who's been your your favorite meet? You got to meet some amazing people doing the doing your old show. Oh my god, did I ever! I mean, just the most incredible people. Um, well, Jason Momoa oh. is quite fabulous. <laughs> Jason Momoa, <laughs> Aquaman. Don't know. Yeah, you do. You, you do. do. You do. Oh, he's the act, the, the actor, the Hawaiian guy. He he did your music video. He's in every. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's lovely. Very, very nice. Natural. He's just a natural guy. A big guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Long fantastic. Hair. Yeah. Um, of course, Liza Minnelli. She oh my God, she was. That was amazing. Meeting yeah. Liza, Liza Minnelli was just incredible at the Hollywood Bowl, and then. With the few things that I did with her for Mac. Yeah. I did the uh, Royal Variety with her and she's just amazing. Just amazing. Who is it that you you always you always tell the story? It was um uh, Elizabeth Taylor, when you met Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, that was when you I was a, met her yeah, too. Yeah. When I was a kid, I'll never forget it. Because you know you're impressionable when you're like five or six years old. My, my dad's one Christmas Eve. My dad says to me, you can stay up late tonight because I'm going to show you the most beautiful woman in the world. Now, I took that literally, I thought, I'm going to see the most beautiful woman in the world, thinking that I was going to see the most beautiful woman in the world. And I was like, and it was Elizabeth Taylor, and I was like, wow. I was, in, you know, I was, I was there. Seeing, and it was amazing. When she was sitting next to me, and I just went back to that. I was like, "Fuck me, man!" Yeah, yeah. Imagine, yeah, I bet in a million years, your dad probably never thought uh, I mean, that she'd be in our house. Yeah. Sitting, uh, sitting next to dad on the couch. It was just, it was for me. I, I thought of my, I, I, I thought of my dad. I thought, I thought, you know, what would you be? Yeah. 
she was there to see You met her at the um, Betty Ford Centre because she was there I, n- I never, I never met, met her. Oh. I was at the Betty Ford Centre and she came. I made a speech to the whole fucking place. No, he's talking about how he went out of the house when, oh, we, yeah. did the, when we did the, the yeah. can, when you had your cancer and foundation thing. So we had had, mum was hosting a charity event at our old house and Elizabeth Taylor came as there was, a there guest. Was, there was like, loud George Lucas was there. No, but that was that. That was Tony kind of, Bennett. Yeah, Tony Bennett was there. Wow, think about the people that were there that are no longer here. Mm-hmm. Oh, next door, I mean, the next door neighbor, kumbaya around the front. Your mum complains to him. She's going, well, you control. We had to listen to Elton John and his band the other day. <laughs> You're like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry you got to listen to a private show. That's what I've always kind of. Like you said, the experiences of like... Like when we went to Windsor Castle for Beatrice's, Beatrice's eight- 18th birthday. Yeah. And that was really... Surreal. Surreal and crazy. And I remember me and Jack, because we... I'd never been to a royal event before. I didn't understand the concept of the seating plans and how they separate you to get you to mm-hmm. talk to each other. And when me and Jack saw that we weren't sitting next to each other, we both looked at each other like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's but like that's the thing that I've enjoyed. Like I don't, it's funny. Like I don't, what we do, like what I do, I don't. I'm not my job, you know. I I I do TV. I do what I do just because it's like okay, this is a, a means to like making money and like providing for my kids. Like I'm I'm not one of these people that is like oh you know I am a I am a TV host. I am. I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm just like it's a fucking for me. It's just a job, and so I never really look at it. And I think. Doing, well, I've always looked at it like doing what I do is yes, the there is a level of fame that's associated with it, but I always just see it as a byproduct. Yeah, of like this is a result of the job mm-hmm. that I that I, I'm in. Actually, Billy Bob Thorne is a really nice guy. Billy He's Bob's a gent. Lovely He's guy. a lovely, lovely yeah. guy. Really, guy. really great guy. Um, and Nicholas, we went, we went to Nicholas Cage's about that. Yeah, and there was a the, uh, that guy's no longer with us. John Hurt. Uh, yeah. He was nice. Lovely. He was great. Yeah. So was so was what's his name? Uh, the comedian guy. Who's, oh, uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was a lovely man. You know who I actually really enjoyed. I had a, a couple really awesome interactions with was Val Kilmer. Yeah, you I, I, I've said. Always, I've, I've, I've I did always too. meant to yeah. pop around and see him. You should. Well, I mean, if we're talking about all the celebrities, that I tell you who I was like so surprised at how cool she was was Julia Roberts. I've she, heard, I've heard that she was so cool, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but she caught me doing something in the bathroom, and she like laughed at me along like it wasn't drugs or anything like that, Mom. It was um, like I was just being stupid in the mirror, and she caught me and then mimicked me, and I I just remember thinking, wow, you're actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember standing next to you somewhere, and she's walking down, down, walking away from it, and she stopped. She's looking at me. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I remember when uh, Beyonce said I was handsome. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, you're very handsome," and I was like, "Oh, oh really?" <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's divine. She's, she's a she nice, very, nice lady. Yeah, her and Jay Z were very, very nice when we. She were, really yeah. had my back one they're, time. I'm not going a into class it, but act. she defended me on something yeah. one time, and I was like. I will never forget that. Yeah. yeah. They're very classy people. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I tell you who else is really funny. She's got a great sense of humor, is Mariah. Yeah. She's wickedly funny. Wait. Oh, no. You got to tell the fucking um, Whitney Houston story. Oh. When you gave her your ring. Oh, my God. It was so God. funny. So oh, funny. My I've, I've God. never seen mom's face. Well, uh, when we were doing Dancing with the Stars, I had no idea your mother knew her. She came down in the middle of the dance floor and she stopped and she looked at me in my direction. I'm, I didn't realise she was looking at me. I'm thinking, I'm, she's, she's, she goes, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what the fuck have I been trying to think? Have I met this woman before? Have I <laughs> fucking done so much to her? And she walks through, I'm, th I'm, I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking dead. I'm dead. And she goes, says to your mum, and I says to your mum, you never told me, you knew Whitney Houston. She goes, oh, yeah. You know, your mum says, you never asked. <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, you've got to tell that story. Okay. I was um, hosting the Divas for yeah. VH1, and um, I was at Soundcheck, and Whitney was up on stage doing her sound check. And her little girl obviously liked watching the Osbournes mm -hmm. and she came Bobby up Christina. and sat next to me. Gorgeous little thing. And then suddenly her dad came and sat the other side of me, Bobby. Mm -hmm. And she's witness up there singing and then she stops singing. And the track's still going. And so, you know, slowly the track stops. And she goes, Mrs. Osborne, I'm like, are you trying to fuck my husband? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, 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 no, no, please, I'm not. I went running, running down the aisle. And I'm like, no, 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 you, you don't understand. No, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't. She goes, let me see that ring. And she looks at the ring and said, I'd love you to have it. <laughs> I gave her the ring. Anything. I remember Shoot. the ring. It was this huge square yeah, of just was. pave diamonds. And, and so I, I gave her the ring, threw it at her. I said, I promise you, I'm not interested in your husband. I'm married. And then she goes, all right, then. Okay. And then she came back and spoke to me. I went back to sit next to her daughter. And she goes... We have dentist appointments. We've got to go. I said, oh, well, the show's in two hours. She said, no, the dentist's here in my dressing room. Ah, oh. Dr. Feelgood dentist. And um, we wow. then after that, we'd see each other, and she was just, you know, very nice lady. It's pretty cool, though, that you got to watch Whitney Houston do a sound check. Yeah. Well, well, Dancing with the Stars, you did that. She, she was... She wasn't on when it I was, was. It was Kelly's my, year. My year. And it was sad, wasn't it? She was always so nice to me whenever I saw Lovely her. Lovely lady. Lovely. So nice. Tortured and funny. Soul. Yeah. Very funny. Bette Midler. Remember Bette Midler? My birthday in Vegas. Listen, Bette Midler found one of our dogs and called that she had one of our dogs. How? She used to live behind us on Doheny. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and she called and said she'd got our dog, and she's just lovely. Lovely neighbor. Yeah, she was but awesome. Give me a... She, she she called me backstage and we were just yeah. She had a birthday cake and candles. I'm like fuck, you know. His 60th birthday. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, with the Caesar salad girls. 
They put the Caesar salad. What was that? That was what her backing dancers were called. The Caesar salad girls. Yeah, because it was a Caesar palette. Caesar's She's palette. She's fabulous. And it was the Caesar salad girls. That's funny. Yeah, just That's fabulous. Great. Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely. You guys have met some pretty fucking cool people. I don't really know anyone though. Well, you always when, say when, when, that, but you know you, everyone. I'll tell, I'll tell you a story about when on about Bette Midler. Your mother and I won't. won't an item at that point. We went to see her perform, and I got fucking dumped. Was it better than that? Oh. Alton John Sherwood. No, we go and see Bette Midler at the Greek Theatre. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, it was Universal. It, was Al- it wasn't a Bette Midler. It was, it was Alton John, and you and you you and Bell dumped me. No, when we went to see when we went Universal to see Amphitheater. yeah before the roof was on. And there was me, my friend Belle, Gary Moore, Gary Moore, and his Beans. and Aussie, and we arrive. We arrive late, mm-hmm. right? And Gary Moore, you know, was a punk, so he's dressed as a punk. Aussie's dressed as a, a rocker. So we go in, and Bet is singing, and we are right in the front row. And we are like, oh, no, and she's singing and we're she's trying to get to our seat. So we're like this, trying to get to the seat, excuse me, excuse me. And she goes, stop the music. And you go, oh, sure. do you want me to start again? We'll start again because these no. people have held the show. No, she goes, there's always one fucker that arrives late. Did she know it was Dad and Gary Moore? I was, I she was, wouldn't have known Gary, but she would have known Dad then. Yeah. And she went, there's always one fucker that's late at every show, and I've got four of them right here. And you go, oh, beam me up, Scotty. And then Ozzy goes, she's not going to ask me to sing with her, is she? I said, oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, funny. That's very but she's funny. brilliant, just brilliant one-liners. Do you guys ever wear a disguise when you go out? No. I know I know you don't, because when we were doing World Detour, you insisted on going everywhere, even those shitty airports in the middle of nowhere. You'd be like, no, I'm Ozzy Osbourne. I have to be Ozzy Osbourne everywhere. And I'm like, put a fucking hoodie on and a baseball hat, and we'll sail through. Oh, no, no. I, 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 I didn't want to be Ozzy Osbourne. I just wanted to fucking... That's just being himself. No, I know. But my favorite is when dad does things that I think is really cute. Like he'll we'll walk out somewhere. He goes, I, I can't wear my jewelry. And I'll be like, okay, why? And he'll say, well, they'll know it's me. And I'm like, I think they already know it's you. <laughs> I don't think it's the jewelry that's the giveaway. But, it, but it's little things like that. And I think that that just goes to show how dad doesn't walk around this planet thinking that he is... Plus, one of plus the most the recognizable humans who ever have been on a goal watch. It's harmless. Yeah. So just take your arm. It's true. Do you get recognized often? Yeah. I never do. Why, Jack? I've got purple hair. No, I know. Yeah. It's not. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a bit. You can't really miss me. Yeah. Jack, just dry your hair purple. <laughs> do you get you you get people coming up to you a lot? Sometimes. I usually get cops. More more often. More often at home and in New York somehow. Yeah. I never... Actually, today was the first time in uh, probably months and months, like maybe a year. I was I was walking into 7-Eleven this morning to grab a drink, 
And this guy was walking out. He's like, hey, I see. Are you Jack? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I saw in that Special Forces show. I remember one guy going to rehearsals in in the ballet. I I, I go to my old guy Tony. I said, stop here. It's 7 11. I want to get a packet of smokes. So I go and there's a cop on on down with his gun out and he goes, and he goes, get it, get it, get it, get out of the way. And I, I, I walked, I walked, I only walked in with a as a, a stakeout. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the cop goes. Get down, get up behind me, behind me. And he stops and he goes, hey, you're Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of a shootout. It's like something out of like an old Western. It was all, they're all, uh, all around That's this That's typical Ozzy to yeah, walk in at the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, Mr. Magoo. Stop, yeah. stop here, there's not many people in there. I'll get served, so. <laughs> get in the back, get in the back of the show. Everyone's dead inside. You're just like <laughs> some dead bodies hanging out. <laughs> what is this live show you're doing? Because I didn't hear anything of it, and then I see something online. Okay, what it is? It's called Cut the Crap, and it's a show I'm doing in theatres, and it's in London, and it starts mid January. Mm. I'm only I'm only doing a couple of them, and I'm doing one in Birmingham and a couple in London. That's all. Cool. And so what is it, though? Yeah, what is it? Okay, it's um, Kate Thornton. You remember my yeah. mate, Kate Thornton? She's going to be the moderator. She's going to interview me, and then I'm going to take questions from the Oh, so it's kind of like a live podcast kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Yeah. fun. Yeah, I think so. So it's not, it's because when I read, when I read the description, I thought, oh, is this like another vagina monologues thing you're doing? No, no, that, um, I mean, there's going to be questions that she's going to yeah. ask me, but I don't know what she's going to ask uh, me, Kate, but she is going to ask me a lot of questions about my life and then answer them and then do a Q&A. Mm, about how you're just a massive racist. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake, Jack. <laughs> oh, God. Give me a break, someone. <laughs> It's like nearly three years. No, I'm I know. still. Uh... You just gotta laugh at it. <laughs> what? You just have to laugh at it. I know. Kelly, any plans for your birthday? Absolutely none. Could you put your birthday hat on though? Yes, yeah, I will. Yeah, put your little birthday hat on. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> if I can get it on. There you go. Oh, it's so cute. Happy birthday. Um. Yeah. I'm. Um... What am I doing? Well, it's the last year of my thirties. Yeah, uh, it's like which that is meme terrifying. I sent you. That was jolly, something jolly. It wasn't Dom Jolly. Well, like, we're talking about Kelly's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to think of that fucking guy, man. My team and I are all going to dinner tomorrow, and then. What um, do you want to accomplish in your last year of? Um, being last year in your of thirty-nine, 30s? probably I might. No, what? have another baby. No, I'm going to do that when in my 40s. Why wait? Why wait? Because I want a baby in the house for as long as possible. Well, have, have, two, more. have two babies. You don't want to wait. Do it now. Just knock it out. Trust. Just do it. Just do really? it. It's yeah, much easier having really. closer in age. Because here's the, here's the thing. Here's what I will tell you. It's better to have them closer in, in age because you're going to like get used to like a whole routine with like Sid is like a toddler and is a you know is being mm. a like a little young dude and then all of a sudden you're gonna ha you're gonna inject a baby and it's gonna throw it all on the head 
and it's just a lot. So if you just kind of go, all right, he's still a baby. I'll have another baby while he's a baby. So I'm just dealing with two babies. Better Definitely. Than, yeah. Well, anyways, I also, I don't really care about my birthday anymore because I have Sydney's birthday to plan and it's his first birthday a week Less than a week after mine. Yay. And Two days before mine. Now yeah. I get a get-out-of-jail-free card for my birthday for the rest of my life. So I've been planning his birthday party oh, and we Christmas did the last run-through. Because you're, you're, you're Scrooge. You fucking hate I, Christmas. I fucking but if hate. you forget Dad on Christmas, he remembers. He does. But yeah, I've been planning baby Sydney's birthday. and Who are the performers? Um, the, oh, the Beat Buds. Yeah, I know those guys. Yeah, my, yeah. The beat buds, and um, we have. I and instead of doing the animals this year, I I did something that I think they're gonna like more. What is it? I have a slime station. Oh, where well, you can make well, your own we know slime. Andy's, oh, Andy's gonna, gonna love there, like, that. Fucking, yeah. So I'm. I think that they'll be excited for that. Mm -hmm. Cool. The first thing that all the parents asked me when I told them that I was planning Sydney's birthday party was, "Is there gonna be a bar?" No. Yeah, yeah but. It's You're Sid. Fucking... It's Sid's birthday, not fucking your birthday. No, but it's just as much for the parents too. No, 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 no. You, you, say, you say no. You say some. You know what? I, what I do? You see, it, it's like I, mean, I, I could never understand why I sold beer at Chuck E. Cheese. I don't. I agree. But what I what I always do is I just get some beer, some wine, oh, and you just leave it off to the oh, side. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I, that's all I want to do. Yeah. And, if you want to drink, bring your own. So it's not an open bar. No. Oh, okay, because when we say bar, I always think of just like, no, you know, it's like just some anyone it's for a, cocktails. It's a, no, it's a guy who there's like two drinks that are pre-designed mm -hmm. and it's a guy just making the two drinks. Get the, get, and they like, they're like mocktails that no, just have, have smoke coming out of them and like. That's an awful. No, just literally get a fucking six pack of Corona and a six pack of fucking White Claw and you'll be good. <laughs> what is it with this fucking White Claw hey, shit? there's no law when you're down with the claw, okay? Okay. I think it tastes like poison. Because it is. No, I wouldn't get a bar. It's just a way. I mean, no, it's not a bar. It's literally like a pre-designed drink that is But that why smokes. bother? Dad, would you mind waking up? I was trying to think of that fucking guy's name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on the tip of my tongue as well. Come Fuck, on. What is that? No, Are you thinking about the guy with the red hair who's our friend? No, no the, the guy who was a, you know, Joan, you look like a million later. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, a name that could be, could Dennis. be so. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis the Penis. Dennis Penis. Dennis Penis. Dennis Penis. Yeah, I remember him. Dennis Penis. All right, well, uh, let's go. Let's wrap it up. You want to say goodbye? I'm so, oh, I'm so glad we got the name. It would be, it's been fucking drooling up. Dennis motherfucking Dad's Penis. Dad's been quiet for the what entire podcast to him? because he's been trying to figure out the name. What happens to him if he shoved up somebody's head? We will, we ha we will find out what we happened to Dennis Penis. We will research it. I, I spoke to his, 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 his member. Oh, God. All right, well, that's the show. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye. everyone. See bye, you bye, soon, bye. guys.